chapter nine of book one of on the heavens by aristotle translated by j l stocks this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by geoffrey edwards chapter nine we must show not only that the heaven is one but also that more than one heaven is impossible and further that as exempt from decay and generation the heaven is eternal we may begin by raising a difficulty from one point of view it might seem impossible that the heaven should be one and unique since in all formations and products whether of nature or of art we can distinguish the shape in itself and the shape in combination with matter for instance the form of the sphere is one thing and the gold or bronze sphere another the shape of the circle again is one thing the bronze or wooden circle another for when we state the essential nature of the sphere or circle we do not include in the formula gold or bronze because they do not belong to the essence but if we are speaking of the copper or gold sphere we do include them we still make the distinction even if we cannot conceive or apprehend any other example beside the particular thing this may of course sometimes be the case it might be for instance that only one circle could be found yet none the less the difference will remain between the being of circle and of this particular circle the one being form the other form in matter i e a particular thing now since the universe is perceptible it must be regarded as a particular for everything that is perceptible subsists as we know in matter but if it is a particular there will be a distinction between the being of quote, this universe close quote, and of quotes, universe unqualified there is a difference then between quote, this universe close quote, and simple quotes, universe the second is form and shape the first form in combination with matter and any shape or form has or may have more than one particular instance on the supposition of forms such as some assert this must be the case and equally on the view that no such entity has a separate existence for in every case in which the essence is in matter it is a fact of observation that the particulars of like form are several or infinite in number hence there either are or may be more heavens than one on these grounds then it might be inferred either that there are or that there might be several heavens we must however return and ask how much of this argument is correct and how much not now it is quite right to say that the formula of the shape apart from the matter must be different from that of the shape in the matter and we may allow this to be true we are not however therefore compelled to assert a plurality of worlds such a plurality is in fact impossible if this world contains the entirety of matter 
as in fact it does but perhaps our contention can be made clearer in this way suppose quotes, aquilinity to be curvature in the nose or flesh and flesh to be the matter of aquilinity suppose further that all flesh came together into a single whole of flesh endowed with this aquiline quality then neither would there be nor could there arise any other thing that was aquiline similarly suppose flesh and bones to be the matter of man and suppose a man to be created of all flesh and all bones in indissoluble union the possibility of another man would be removed whatever case you took it would be the same the general rule is this a thing whose essence resides in a substratum of matter can never come into being in the absence of all matter now the universe is certainly a particular and a material thing if however it is composed not of a part but of the whole of matter then though the being of quotes, universe and of quote, this universe close quote, are still distinct yet there is no other universe and no possibility of others being made because all the matter is already included in this it remains then only to prove that it is composed of all natural perceptible body first however we must explain what we mean by quotes, heaven and in how many senses we use the word in order to make clearer the object of our inquiry a in one sense then we call quotes, heaven the substance of the extreme circumference of the whole or that natural body whose place is at the extreme circumference we recognize habitually a special right to the name quotes, heaven in the extremity or upper region which we take to be the seat of all that is divine b in another sense we use this name for the body continuous with the extreme circumference which contains the moon the sun and some of the stars these we say are quote, in the heaven close quote. c in yet another sense we give the name to all body included within the extreme circumference since we habitually call the whole or totality Quote, the heaven close quote. the word then is used in three senses now the whole included within the extreme circumference must be composed of all physical and sensible body because there neither is nor can come into being any body outside the heaven for if there is a natural body outside the extreme circumference it must be either a simple or a composite body and its position must be either natural or unnatural but it cannot be any of the simple bodies for first it has been shown that that which moves in a circle cannot change its place and secondly it cannot be that which moves from the centre or that which lies lowest naturally they could not be there since their proper places are elsewhere and if these are there unnaturally the exterior place will be natural to some other body since a place which is unnatural to one body must be natural to another but we saw that there is no other body besides these 
then it is not possible that any simple body should be outside the heaven but if no simple body neither can any mixed body be there for the presence of the simple body is involved in the presence of the mixture further neither can any body come into that place for it will do so either naturally or unnaturally and will be either simple or composite so that the same argument will apply since it makes no difference whether the question is quote, does a exist close quote, or quote, could a come to exist close quote. from our arguments then it is evident not only that there is not but also that there could never come to be any bodily mass whatever outside the circumference the world as a whole therefore includes all its appropriate matter which is as we saw natural perceptible body so that neither are there now nor have there ever been nor can there ever be formed more heavens than one but this heaven of ours is one and unique and complete it is therefore evident that there is also no place or void or time outside the heaven for in every place body can be present and void is said to be that in which the presence of body though not actual is possible and time is the number of movement but in the absence of natural body there is no movement and outside the heaven as we have shown body neither exists nor can come to exist it is clear then that there is neither place nor void nor time outside the heaven hence whatever is there is of such a nature as not to occupy any place nor does time age it nor is there any change in any of the things which lie beyond the outermost motion they continue through their entire duration unalterable and unmodified living the best and most self-sufficient of lives as a matter of fact this word quotes duration possessed a divine significance for the ancients for the fulfilment which includes the period of life of any creature outside of which no natural development can fall has been called its duration on the same principle the fulfilment of the whole heaven the fulfilment which includes all time and infinity is quotes, duration a name based upon the fact that it is always duration immortal and divine from it derive the being and life which other things some more or less articulately but others feebly enjoy so too in its discussions concerning the divine popular philosophy often propounds the view that whatever is divine whatever is primary and supreme is necessarily unchangeable this fact confirms what we have said for there is nothing else stronger than it to move it since that would mean more divine and it has no defect and lacks none of its proper excellences its unceasing movement then is also reasonable since everything ceases to move when it comes to its proper place but the body whose path is the circle has one and the same place for starting point and goal chapter ten having established these distinctions we may now proceed to the question 
whether the heaven is ungenerated or generated indestructible or destructible let us start with a review of the theories of other thinkers for the proofs of a theory are difficulties for the contrary theory besides those who have first heard the pleas of our adversaries will be more likely to credit the assertions which we are going to make we shall be less open to the charge of procuring judgment by default to give a satisfactory decision as to the truth it is necessary to be rather an arbitrator than a party to the dispute that the world was generated all are agreed but generation over some say that it is eternal others say that it is destructible like any other natural formation others again with empedocles of acragus and heraclitus of ephesus believe that there is alteration in the destructive process which takes now this direction now that and continues without end now to assert that it was generated and yet is eternal is to assert the impossible for we cannot reasonably attribute to anything any characteristics but those which observation detects in many or all instances but in this case the facts point the other way generated things are seen always to be destroyed further a thing whose present state had no beginning and which could not have been other than it was at any previous moment throughout its entire duration cannot possibly be changed for there will have to be some cause of change and if this had been present earlier it would have made possible another condition of that to which any other condition was impossible suppose that the world was formed out of elements which were formerly otherwise conditioned than as they are now then one if their condition was always so and could not have been otherwise the world could never have come into being and two if the world did come into being then clearly their condition must have been capable of change and not eternal after combination therefore they will be dispersed just as in the past after dispersion they came into combination and this process either has been or could have been indefinitely repeated but if this is so the world cannot be indestructible and it does not matter whether the change of condition has actually occurred or remains a possibility some of those who hold that the world though indestructible was yet generated try to support their case by a parallel which is illusory they say that in their statements about its generation they are doing what geometricians do when they construct their figures not implying that the universe really had a beginning but for didactic reasons facilitating understanding by exhibiting the object like the figure as in course of formation the two cases as we said are not parallel for in the construction of the figure when the various steps are completed the required figure forthwith results but in these other demonstrations what results is not that which was required indeed it cannot be so for antecedent and consequent as assumed are in contradiction the ordered it is said arose out of the unordered and the same thing cannot be at the same time both ordered and unordered 
there must be a process and a lapse of time separating the two states in the figure on the other hand there is no temporal separation it is clear then that the universe cannot be at once eternal and generated to say that the universe alternately combines and dissolves is no more paradoxical than to make it eternal but varying in shape it is as if one were to think that there was now destruction and now existence when from a child a man is generated and from a man a child for it is clear that when the elements come together the result is not a chance system and combination but the very same as before especially on the view of those who hold this theory since they say that the contrary is the cause of each state so that if the totality of body which is a continuum is now in this order or disposition and now in that and if the combination of the whole is a world or heaven then it will not be the world that comes into being and is destroyed but only its dispositions if the world is believed to be one it is impossible to suppose that it should be as a whole first generated and then destroyed never to reappear since before it came into being there was always present the combination prior to it and that we hold could never change if it was never generated if on the other hand the worlds are infinite in number the view is more plausible but whether this is or is not impossible will be clear from what follows for there are some who think it possible both for the ungenerated to be destroyed and for the generated to persist undestroyed this is held in the timaeus where plato says that the heaven though it was generated will none the less exist to eternity so far as the heaven is concerned we have answered this view with arguments appropriate to the nature of the heaven on the general question we shall attain clearness when we examine the matter universally chapter eleven we must first distinguish the senses in which we use the words quotes, ungenerated and quotes, generated quotes, destructible and quotes, indestructible these have many meanings and though it may make no difference to the argument yet some confusion of mind must result from treating as uniform in its use a word which has several distinct applications the character which is the ground of the predication will always remain obscure the word quotes, ungenerated then is used a in one sense whenever something now is which formerly was not no process of becoming or change being involved such is the case according to some with contact and motion since there is no process of coming to be in contact or in motion b it is used in another sense when something which is capable of coming to be with or without process does not exist such a thing is ungenerated in the sense that its generation is not a fact but a possibility c it is also applied where there is general impossibility of any generation such that the thing now is which then was not and quotes, impossibility has two uses first where it is untrue to say that the thing can ever come into being 
and secondly where it cannot do so easily quickly or well in the same way the word quotes generated is used a first where what formerly was not afterwards is whether a process of becoming was or was not involved so long as that which then was not now is b secondly of anything capable of existing quotes capable being defined with reference either to truth or to facility c thirdly of anything to which the passage from not being to being belongs whether already actual if its existence is due to a past process of becoming or not yet actual but only possible the uses of the words quotes destructible and quotes indestructible are similar quotes destructible is applied a to that which formerly was and afterwards either is not or might not be whether a period of being destroyed and changed intervenes or not and b sometimes we apply the word to that which a process of destruction may cause not to be and also c in a third sense to that which is easily destructible to the quote, easily destroyed close quote, so to speak of the indestructible the same account holds good it is either a that which now is and now is not without any process of destruction like contact which without being destroyed afterwards is not though formerly it was or b that which is but might not be or which will at some time not be though it now is for you exist now and so does the contact yet both are destructible because a time will come when it will not be true of you that you exist nor of these things that they are in contact thirdly c in its most proper use it is that which is but is incapable of any destruction such that the thing which now is later ceases to be or might cease to be or again that which has not yet been destroyed but in the future may cease to be for indestructible is also used of that which is destroyed with difficulty this being so we must ask what we mean by quotes possible and quotes impossible for in its most proper use the predicate quotes indestructible is given because it is impossible that the thing should be destroyed i e exist at one time and not at another and quotes ungenerated also involves impossibility when used for that which cannot be generated in such fashion that while formerly it was not later it is an instance is a commensurable diagonal now when we speak of a power to move or to lift weights we refer always to the maximum we speak for instance of a power to lift a hundred talents or walk a hundred steeds though a power to effect the maximum is also a power to effect any part of the maximum since we feel obliged in defining the power to give the limit or maximum a thing then which is capable of a certain amount as maximum must also be capable of that which lies within it 
if for example a man can lift a hundred talents he can also lift two and if he can walk a hundred stades he can also walk two but the power is of the maximum and a thing said with reference to its maximum to be incapable of so much is also incapable of any greater amount it is for instance clear that a person who cannot walk a thousand stades will also be unable to walk a thousand and one this point need not trouble us for we may take it as settled that what is in the strictest sense possible is determined by a limiting maximum now perhaps the objection might be raised that there is no necessity in this since he who sees a stade need not see the smaller measures contained in it while on the contrary he who can see a dot or hear a small sound will perceive what is greater this however does not touch our argument the maximum may be determined either in the power or in its object the application of this is plain superior sight is sight of the smaller body but superior speed is that of the greater body end of chapter 11 recording in memory of mitchell edwards